Hey everyone, this is Amias. Thanks for joining us again here at Spin. We're back, baby. We plan to release a new episode every two weeks on Friday mornings. Charlie and I will be the main hosts going forward. Our previous co-host, Mir, moved away, so we have fewer chances to record together, but they will be a recurring guest on the show. I'll let you get into it, but I want to warn you, Mir and I don't edit the same way, so this episode might be a bit louder than previous episodes. So if you're coming from anything before the zootening or anything else we released in 2018, turn down the volume. Your ears will thank you. Welcome to Spin, the podcast where I get drunk and talk about my special interest. Do we say our names? No. I don't remember if we have an intro. We don't really have an intro. I'm Charlie. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Amias. My pronouns are he, him. We're here to talk about me, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, so, normally on this podcast, we would all be getting drunk, but currently, it's just the two of us. Uh, Our previous co-host no longer lives with us and therefore cannot co-host with us. So it's just us now. And I can no longer drink at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so Charlie has a beer and I have a Gatorade. Yeah, so it's it's literally just me getting drunk and drunk historying, which is basically what the concept of this podcast was to begin with. So like... That's fine. Good. It's fine. Literally, like... <laughs> Me and Mir were like, what if drunk history, but instead of history, you just talk about your special interests? And that's where this came from. I mean, I think it's a very good idea. It is. Anyway, I'm here today to talk about Antlers, which is a web serial. Tell me about it, darling. (laughs) This is so cheesy. It sounds like we're reading from a script. I need to drink more first. Okay. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. Hang on. <clears throat> do you do you need to drink more carefully? I need to not inhale what I'm drinking. Yeah, breathing <laughs> beer doesn't sound like a very pleasant. I'm good. It's experience. Fine. But yeah, um. So okay, <laughs> hold up. Uh, mm-hmm. I I know what a web serial is because I've been reading a different one. But what's a web serial? I spilled beer on my phone screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know how uh, people who write fan fiction on the internet will publish it like one chapter at a time? Mm-hmm. It's like that, <laughs> except it's like original fiction, and you just kind of publish it wherever. This particular one that I'm talking about is published on Tumblr, but like I feel like you can do them pretty much wherever. People probably do them on like fucking Dreamwidth or... Uh, I mean, there's probably some who post on fanfic.net. I've just never seen the term outside of these. Fanfic.net actually has a counterpart um, called Fiction Press for original work um, that is not fanfiction. You're not allowed to post original works on fanfiction.net. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Oh, I, I said the wrong AO3, word. AO3, you can. I, AO3 is what I meant. Yeah, you can post original work on uh, Archive of Our Own, but you yeah. cannot post it on fanfiction.net. Okay. I know this because I had an account on Fiction Press when I was 11 years old, <laughs> where I published very bad original poetry about me being an emo child. <laughs> so, you know, that's how it be sometimes. Some of it probably still exists. I did change the username before deactivating the account, but deactivating the account does not necessarily mean that the written work is not still out there yes. somewhere. <clears throat> so Lord knows if you can still find that. <clears throat> I was not the right kind of child 
to be on fanfiction.net. I was the right kind of child. I just didn't end up there somehow. Yeah, it's a fucking miracle that I, like, learned what fanfiction was at any point. But, like, both me and my sibling wrote fanfiction, like, from a very young age. We just didn't know that that's what it was called. I wrote Warrior Cats fanfiction in my notebooks in school. I definitely tried to write some fanfic as a kid, but I didn't know how to make it engage me well enough. Yeah, that's So it was fair. all very bad and very short. Yeah. I learned what fanfiction was because I had um, a friend in like fifth or sixth grade who wrote WWE RPF and posted it on fanfiction.net. <laughs> Which is how I learned what fanfiction.net was. So this probably explains a lot about me as a person, is that my introduction to fanfiction as a culture was RPF. But but I digress. I was trying to explain what a web serial is. Yes. It's where you write original fiction, but you post it in, like, serialized, like, episodes online. Okay. That's, that's a good explanation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the one that I have been reading, actually I've been reading a couple recently by the same author, but the one that I want to talk about today because I am enjoying it immensely um, is Antlers, which is by, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what her last name is. The author's name is Marn. Her Twitter at is Corpse Revivers. You should hit her up. She's cool as hell. She also does a podcast that I like called Argonauts, where they talk about ARGs. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good podcast. We're just touching on like five of your special interests, huh? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> if you get me started on ARGs, I actually won't ever shut up. So, so we should do that next episode. Cool. Well, maybe next, <laughs> next episode I'll do keyboards. Yeah, next yeah. episode you're going to talk to me about, uh, what's that, what's the word? Stenography? That's the one. It's, I've been it's a cool about word. stenography for like two weeks. You're so valid and I love you so much. <laughs> It's just really interesting. I won't talk about it now because I want to talk about it next episode and just yell at you about it for like 50 minutes. Yeah, that's, you're fucking valid. Anyway, spoiler warning, I'm going to talk about the plot of the web serial Antlers. Well, I think the full title Antlers, is Colorado. Antlers, Colorado is what it, the full title is. So if you want to read this and don't want to be spoiled by me talking about how my gay feelings for it. Uh, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, mm -hmm. I have not read Antlers, Colorado. I have been reading a different web serial that is co-written by the same person, by Marn and her girlfriend, yeah. Alyssa. Um, it called Prairie Song. I'm in like chapter six. I am enjoying it a lot, mm -hmm. but I sometimes start reading things and get six chapters in and then click away from them and never end up clicking back because I have 40 tabs. Yeah, big fucking mood. Literally the only reason why I finished Antlers, I read the first two chapters in one day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh sick, this rules. And then mm -hmm. I closed the tab on my phone and I didn't come back to it for like a week because I like saw Marn tweet something about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was really enjoying that. And thank <laughs> fuck I didn't have anything else to do at the time because I opened a new tab and just read the rest of it right then and there. Uh -huh. Otherwise, I literally never would have finished it. But like, it's a good story. I, I should get back into pra into Prairie Song because there's an ARG running for it right now, and I think we've hit a roadblock mm -hmm. in 
the progress of this currently where I would have more of an idea of what I'm supposed to do to help if I had read it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what is going on with the Prairie Song ARG right now because, like, it's all character interaction. And I don't know any of the characters because I haven't even, like, looked at Prairie Song. Yeah. I'm just interested in ARGs. Yeah. Anyway. I think right now we're just trying to finish the shopping list, which is, like, taking photos of food. Yeah. <laughs> I sent in a playlist that had... A lot of disco songs and a lot yeah. of bad eighties covers. Mm -hmm. And also the the Discord song. You know the, the... one? <laughs> Listen, I used to be very into my little pony. I'm, You're not, valid. I'm not exactly thrilled about that fact now, but I was. Listen, being a teenager is a fuck. Yeah. You just you get interested in things that suck. <laughs> It do be like that. If I watched the show again, I probably would still enjoy it. I'm just not enjoyed in any of the enjoying any of the associations to it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the internet. Anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about antlers. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. do you have any last... questions you would like to posit first? Last week. You've been trying to get me to read Antlers for like three weeks. I have, yes. And it's I have, good. <laughs> I have the tab open. I have looked at the website. Uh -huh. um, last week, you described it to me as supernatural, but it's good. I did. <laughs> there is like a pitch for it on its website. If you want to read Antlers, go to antlerscolorado.com. It reroutes to the, the Tumblr page for it, but it does have like its own domain. The pitch that's on the, the website is that it is a supernatural LGBT web serial about a young medium named Austin Jones solving crimes in a strange southwestern town. That's the like official pitch. Mm-hmm. My personal pitch for it is, what if Supernatural was much shorter, much better, and actually gay? <laughs> That's my Because, uh -huh. <laughs> like, also, caveat to that, what if this is a what if of, like, you took the tone of the first, like, two seasons of Supernatural and made that, like, shorter, better, and actually gay. Because it is, like, genuinely spooky and, and kind of fucked up. It's pretty okay. fucked up. <laughs> also, though, there is... It does kind of follow the same trajectory as, as Supernatural, where, like, the first couple of chapters of Antlers are fucked up and spooky and weird, and then it just gets kind of whack, and then demons and shit happen, which is kind of the same trajectory that Supernatural took over the course of the six yeah. seasons that I personally watched. Seasons <clears throat> one and two of Supernatural are the... They just kind of fucked up part. They're spooky as hell, and I like genuinely love the tone of like the entire first season of Supernatural. I would love more of just like there's a couple episodes of Supernatural that I really enjoy, and they're the ones that are deeply fucked up, but also very very funny, like Tuesdays. Oh yes, <laughs> that's fair. Tuesdays is my favorite episode. You're valid. Second maybe is the rabbit's foot, the bad luck one where Sam oh, loses his shoe. Oh yeah. So if you want a sense for my sense of humor going into shows like that, there yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like both of those episodes uh -huh. of Supernatural, but the reason that I, I compare Antlers yes. to the first season is that it has that like spooky, like, I don't know if I want to say Southern Gothic exactly, but it it is that kind of like, you know how there's those like insert state here Gothic posts on Tumblr that mm -hmm. are like, it's a meme by now. It's like, it, Antlers is Colorado Gothic, I guess. 
I don't know anything about Colorado, but... I don't think Marn lives in Colorado. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Marn is from the East Coast. Um, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, so is Austin Jones, so... Yes. <laughs> Did you have something to say? So, the point I'm trying to make is that, like, it's the insert thing here, gothic, in that it's, like, spooky and weird and, like, liminal, spacey and kind of fucked up. And but, it's... like, in a way that you don't notice until it's too late kind of fucked up. Okay. I, I always took from those that they're they're fucked up in a way that they're partially taking something for granted that you think is very, very spooky. Yeah. It's like... It's like... It's like the hodag. It's so pervasive that, like, everybody takes it for granted as just, like, it's the town's mascot or whatever. But if you're not from around there, you're like, why the fuck do y'all have this weird dinosaur cryptid statue in front of literally every building? What's this weird fake lizard with the very wide flat face and too many teeth? Yeah. Yes, it's like that. That's the energy that, that it has. <clears throat> Should we leave that bit in? The people deserve to know about the Hodag. <laughs> it's a really fucked up looking cryptid. <laughs> I love it so much. What if a fucked up guy looked at you? <laughs> the Hodag is like... The Hodag is, what if a fucked up cryptid looked at you? There's a photo of the original Hodag. Uh -huh. And apparently newspapers at the time published that as if the Hodag was a real thing. It's, it doesn't look convincing, Not even a little even bit. Not remotely, it looks like someone took a piece of wood and painted it. Yes. Like, it didn't carve it or anything, it's just a log. The Hodag is just so obscenely fucking bad, just in general, as a cryptid and as a thing. And I love it so much because of this. Cryptid design is my passion. <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, yeah, me. Okay, well. I'm I'm kin the Hodag. Sorry for the way I am. <laughs> to sum up the episode so far, there should be a Hodag episode of Supernatural. Go on, you were talking about antlers. I was, yeah. You're fucking right, though. You're correct. There should be. <laughs> Listen, if no one else is going to write that fanfic, I have to do it myself. If it doesn't already exist, it needs to. <laughs> Okay, antlers. Anyway, yes, let's talk about antlers. <clears throat> should I like? Should, should I try and explain like the overarching plot of it? I know the name of one character, and I mistook him for one of his boyfriends at one point. Okay, let me explain some characters first. So, okay. like, Austin. Who's Austin? Where's he from? What's he doing here? Okay, Austin Jones is the main like point of view character of the story. Although, like, it's mostly written in, I think it's all written in third person, actually. So he's not, like, a point of view character in the traditional sense. But, like, but it, it follows him. Perspective. Yeah. yeah. Austin Jones is a shitty 21-year-old who I relate to deeply. Mm -hmm. um, he's from the East Coast. And, like, the, the story opens with, like, very little explanation of him or where he's from and you like find out all the whack shit about him as the story goes on which is that first of all he can see and talk to ghosts mm -hmm. he's a medium yes. you know got that from the blurb the story opens with him like jumping from town to town staying in shitty motels and finds himself in the town of antlers colorado mm -hmm. which is like a, a shitty little town with not very many people and he's staying with 
uh, some dude that he just met in a bar and was like, hey, you're hot. And they do end up being boyfriends, like, over the course of the series, so, like, nice. can't relate. No, me neither. I <laughs> I so deeply want to headcanon Austin Jones as trans, because he's five foot four and full of anger. However, the fact I'm... that he can just meet someone in a bar and be like, I'm going home with that guy, and also I'm going to date him forever now, is, like... So intensely cannot relate, but also I'm ace, so maybe I'm the weird one here. No, I mean, <laughs> there's trans people who are down for one night stands. I am not one of these trans people. I don't know, I don't know how they do it. There has to be some sort of vetting process that I don't know about, <laughs> because I cannot imagine trusting somebody you met in a bar enough yeah. okay, it to doesn't, not, like, it, murder it, you. The story does not specify where he met Otter. The guy's name is Otter, which is a cute as okay. hell name. I've drawn him. I've done fan art of him. He's the one with the freckles. He's very cute, and I love him so much. But it doesn't, like, specify where he met Otter, just that, like, he came into town one night, and slept with this guy and then was like, hey, I'm going to stay with you for a little bit now. And that's like, that's where the story kind of like cold opens. And then there's like, there's a bunch of like dramatic murders slash animal attacks happening in the town and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And Austin is a nosy little bitch and goes and sticks his head in places where it don't belong. Okay. Um, and talks to some ghosts to find out how these people died because okay. they got murdered. So, like, the entire first chapter, it's posted in, like, little, I guess they're, like, episodes, but they're, like, sections of each chapter. Yes. Like, when you're reading a book, any time that you're reading one chapter, there might be a place where there's a line break. The line breaks would be where there's a new section. Yeah. The first chapter is him solving some murders and shit. The second chapter... <laughs> Actually, hang on. Before I get into the second chapter, um, because this is because it's a piece of fiction that's like online, you can put in stuff that's not like strictly like written words. Like it, you you can put like interactive shit in it. Is what I'm saying. Oh, yes. In between each chapter, there is a like intermission, uh, which links to a Twine game, which you can play on Marn's itch account. Um, huh. which is very cool. So, like, in between each chapter is a little, like, interactive section where it's still all, like, text-based, but you can go and, like, um, walk through, like, different stories of characters other than Austin, which, in this case, before chapter two, it gives some, like, background to the stuff that's going to happen in the next chapter. So okay. after the end of chapter one, when Austin, like, solves all of the fucking murders and stuff and decides that he is going to stay in the town for the foreseeable future because, A, Otter is hot, B, um, ghosts. You know, I have... <laughs> My brain short-circuited for a second. <laughs> I'm including that uh, that cutoff and the weird space after it. <laughs> okay, good. Going in the episode. Sorry. Did you uh, have a question? Yeah, I, w I, w I just wanted to add, if you want to headcanon Austin is trans, you could also just headcanon that Otter is trans, and this came up in their first interaction. God, fuck, you're and right. If you, the if problem you is that Otter is like six foot and built like a brick shit house. That can happen. Okay, that's true. I've just never met a trans dude who is six foot and built like a brick shit house, although like goals, honestly. <laughs> Me neither, but maybe Otter's non-binary. Anyway, if, if I win to a weird 
random tiny town in the middle of nowhere that I thought I was going to leave after like three days. Mm -hmm. And I was down for casual sex. Both of these are extreme scenarios. Uh Uh-huh. And I met someone who was trans. Yeah, I'd go for it. Okay, that's, you're fucking correct. (laughs) All right. There are circumstances in which I can see this making total sense. Okay, um... None of the characters in Antlers are cis or het, I've just decided. (laughs) Okay. I mean, very few of them were het to begin with, because that's just how it be. But, like, all of them are trans now. I'm... (laughs) Death of the author. Sorry, Marn, I just killed you. (laughs) Literally, we were discussing this in the Discord channel the other day, and Alyssa showed up and was like, Sorry, but death of the author. Austin is trans. And I'm like, thank fuck. Sorry. Well, you can go and tell. Uh, <laughs> you can just go and tell the Discord I created a logical proof for them to look at. Yeah. If Austin is trans, then Otter must also be trans. Anyway. And therefore, by extension, Landis also is trans. Listen, I'm Heike Kin Landis, so like. He definitely is. Landis is the one that I thought was Austin, and I thought they were the same character. Landis is bad the, at me. The, the, the curly the hair demon? looks fucking haunted as hell. Landis is not the demon. No. I know there's a demon. There's a demon somewhere in here, but I don't fucking remember their name, so they're not important. Okay, I thought... Okay, I thought the demon was one of Austin's boyfriends. Charlie no. has been talking to me about antlers for over a week. Yeah, and I'm sure you don't remember, like, any of it. I'm so I sorry. Don't. Anyway. Chapter two. Yeah, the, the, the cool little, like, interactive twine game that's the intermission between chapter one and chapter two um, is kind of Landis... Okay, so Landis Holiday is my favorite character in this whole thing. But the intermission between chapter one and chapter two is kind of his backstory of how all of the shit that happens in chapter two comes to be. So, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> uh-huh. just in general. If, if you're going to read it, they've clicked away. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to read Antlers, don't fuck with me. <laughs> That's not an appropriate thing to say. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm making so much work for you by saying so many dumb things that you now have to edit out. I'm very sorry. Fine. <laughs> anyway, the intermission between chapter one and chapter two uh, is Landis's backstory. He um, he was in a band in like the late '90s, early 2000s um, that broke up, and I don't fucking know how, but he at some point came into possession of uh, an old ass house on a lake just outside of Antlers, um, and at some point realizes that the lake is haunted uh, and demands blood sacrifices, otherwise shit go bad. The, 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 he has to he has to feed things to the, the lake, lake the lake by his house otherwise it gets fuck up <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I yes. don't I don't I didn't pay an awful lot of attention to this section because I didn't at that point realize how much I was going to like Landis so I wasn't really like super invested I don't remember what actually happens if he doesn't feed the lake but if he doesn't feed people to the lake something bad will happen is what I get from this the okay. lake is possessed by a demon all right no I was your your use of the term feed Yes. Is... He kills people and throws them into the lake. 
Okay. So it's not like a mouth comes out of the lake and creates a feed me Seymour situation. Um, Does the lake talk to him? The lake talks to him, okay. yes. Okay, well maybe it's maybe it's a feed me Seymour situation. It, it, feed it, me, Landis. It exactly <laughs> literally, yes, it is that. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the lake talks to him. Um so he lures all of his former bandmates uh to his um his house in the middle of the woods and he kills them and he throws them into the lake. And because he also can see ghosts and talk to ghosts. They continue to haunt him for the rest of his fucking life while he continues killing the rest of them and throwing them into the lake. Landis Holiday is a serial killer, but I love him so much. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, I just I just really want to know what his bandmates were like for him to be like, A, I can kill these people without any remorse. B, I am fine with them following me around for eternity. The reason that I relate to this character so much is because he feels intense remorse about this first of all oh the reason that he feeds his bandmates to the lake is because he literally doesn't know any other people besides his former bandmates he's a shitty uh-huh. anti-social man oh my god and i love him so much uh-huh. and i don't think he realized prior to doing this that he could see ghosts Unfortunate. So, yeah, the, he finds out he can see ghosts because he kills someone and then they come back and haunt him, which really is an unfortunate way to find that out. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think he ever, canonically, he never at any point intended or wanted to kill people. He was coerced I mean... by the demon lake to kill people and feed them to it. Yeah. Anyway, the entirety of chapter two is Austin figuring out how to get the demon out of the lake and then subsequently getting possessed by the demon that lives in the lake and then, like, getting stabbed in order to get the demon back out of him. And the... the, There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening in chapter two. It's my favorite chapter, but a lot goes on. Um... This is why it's the Drunk Special Interest Podcast, because I don't make any fucking sense when I explain things. Yeah. There's, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, are you going to tell me more about Chapter 2? Is there more in Chapter 2? That's pretty much it, actually. It's it's really just the demon lake. Okay. <laughs> the, just, I mean, they're... Each chapter I'm, is like a self-contained arc. I explained this earlier. No, I, I know how this works. Mm-hmm. That's, I am very entertained. Yes. Partially because I'm imagining the demon lake having the voice of the plant from the musical Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Chapter three? I honestly don't remember what happens in chapter three. I might have to go and like You've look at the chapter contents. The is there an interstitial piece? Chapter epilogue. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) At the end of chapter two, um, because Austin gets stabbed in order to get the demon like back out of his body because he was being possessed. Mm -hmm. This is the part where I explain... Because over the course of the story, you find out more stuff about Austin's backstory. You don't like go into it knowing any shit about him, the main character. Mm -hmm. The reason that he was like traveling out to Colorado in the first place uh, is because he's from the East Coast mm-hmm. um, running away from his shitty family that he uh, does not get along with very well. Oh, also, I fucking forgot to mention the ghost of his father follows him around literally the entire story, which is... That's the worst. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of wholesome at some points, but also just like a pain in the ass at other points. But like, also Richard is kind of comic relief at some other points. So like, it's fair. It's fair. I get it. So like in any <clears throat> given scene, his his dad's just there and he's the only one who can see him. 
Eh, not all of them, but some of them, yeah. But he does leave sometimes. Yes. Okay. I mean, he's a ghost. He just sort of like hangs out and does whatever he wants. It's just Austin canonically fucks. God, you're right. I hate this. <laughs> I don't want his dad to be there. Oh, God. It also just occurred to me that you don't find this out until, like, I think chapter five or chapter six. But uh, Otter, Austin's boyfriend, can't see ghosts, but can touch them. Oh, God. Otter uh-huh. could fuck a ghost. <laughs> I hate this. This literally just occurred to me, and I hate it so much. I mean... Otter could fuck a ghost. Are there any that he should? Uh, I mean... Are there any fuckable ghosts in the story? Are there any ghosts that you would fuck? Charlie's just sort of shrugging with a, well... I mean... Landis's former bandmates are all pretty hot. I wouldn't be mad about that. Okay. All right. Okay. Also, all their right. band is called Paper Museum, which I think is a cool name. I'm just going to assume they sound like the Paper Chase. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I have to think about this for a minute now. <laughs> which one of them is... I don't know anything about the paper chase except that I can't listen to them. That's valid. I really like the paper chase. That's valid. I can't listen to they them. They have shitty chaotic energy. The sound is too much. Like, yeah. You also like scraping noises sometimes. Their whole sound is scraping noises. <laughs> you say that? That is such an ominous thing to say. Like, no, they're... The paper chase is what would actually happen if you just recorded a whole bunch of fingernails on a chalkboard and overlaid it onto what could be good music. Okay, that's that's a fair judgment. It's okay for people to like that. I hate it. It's cacophonous. <laughs> but their poetry's pretty good, and like composition-wise and stuff, I can't listen to cacophonous all the time. And no. when I can, the extent of it is pretty much just Lemon Demon. Okay, that's valid. <clears throat> I have limits. I don't... What were we talking about before this? Um, the band mates are hot. Something. Third chapter? Otter can fuck a ghost. <laughs> Otter can fuck... <laughs> Austin canonically fucks and his dad is there. No. Go on. <laughs> no, I hate it. Shut up. <laughs> Deeply cursed. Anyway, I don't remember what happens in chapter three. I really don't. But you had the list pulled out. Oh shit, I did. Um, oh, chapter three is where yeah, I was gonna talk about Austin's like backstory and shit. Yeah. Chapter three is where the re- you, the reader, find out that Austin's family runs the Department of Paranormal Research, which is why Austin does not like his family because his older brother uh, inherited being the head of the Department of Paranormal Research, and Austin inherited nothing, basically. Ah. And he's not particularly salty about that. He's salty about the fact that he was, like, basically born into this family that predetermined what he would have to do as a job for the rest of his life, which is ghost research. And he doesn't want to work for the government, which I fucking understand. He's valid. The reason that he, like, went out in the direction of Antlers anyway was to get away from his family and from people from the Department of Paranormal Research that could, like, track him down. In Chapter 3, we find out that one of those people already has tracked him down. Um, Mm -hmm. Because he gets stabbed at the end of Chapter 2... This the one person from the department who has been following him this entire time calls his older brother who runs the department and is uh-huh. like, 
Hey, Jacob, Austin's older brother. Austin got stabbed and also was possessed by a demon. <laughs> and uh-huh. everybody freaks the fuck out. And this is where you find out about Austin's complicated relationship with his family and his past and all that shit. We leave you alone for five <clears throat> minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <clears throat> um, and also, at some point in the middle of the chapter, he finds out that the person who, like, followed him from the department all the way out here is this dude named Walker Rivers, who is, I shit you not, six foot six. He's so large. Marn, do you know how tall people are? <laughs> Good like question. human people? Actually, hold on. Let me go look at the cast page. There, There is a character that's six foot ten, but he is a demon, so... Demons don't have rights. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. No. Oh, Walker is six foot six and a half. That's illegal. That's not... <laughs> Martin, do you know how tall people are? <laughs> Landis Holiday is six foot four. He is a whole ass foot taller than Austin. Okay, well. Which, like... I can't criticize that too much. One of my siblings is six foot four. Yeah, also my friend JC is six foot four, and I love her so much and would die for her. Which, <laughs> unrelated. But Landis Holiday is six foot four. Austin is five foot four. Grabs their heads, smushes yes, them together. No, I, <laughs> when you said this, Landis is six foot four. I was just like, well, okay. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Nods enthusiastically. You see why I like this fucking story, right? Okay. Anyway, I don't remember what happens in chapter three. Other than that, a lot of bad shit happens in chapter four, which basically amounts to demons. Otter gets possessed by demons. Some people die. Demons are. Is is there a place the demons are coming from? Are they coming out of the lake? There was one demon that was in the lake. It possessed Austin chapter and he two. Stabbed himself, right? Yeah, and he stabbed himself to get rid of it. That didn't necessarily get rid of it. It was just hanging out for a little bit. Cool. Um, at some point, some people summoned it back to the town, and it possessed Otter. I actually don't remember what chapter. Very that was in. cool. Why did they summon demon? Because they're shitty. Just some shitty side characters who were like, we're going to make a pact with a demon because none of us know what the fuck's going on. And then they got Otter possessed. And also they injured Landis and I'm upsetty about it. But also my favorite scene in the whole story is because of that. So I can't I can't actually fault them for it. You can. I I actually can't because my favorite scene in literally all of Antlers is like <laughs> Otter stitching up a big old cut in Landis's arm and like tenderly holding his hand. Okay, correction to my introduction. Uh huh. I have read one page of Antlers, Colorado. Uh huh. Because Charlie sent this to me in a screenshot with the caption "screaming." Oh. <laughs> Was it this one or was it the one in chapter six where um, they smooch? It was the stitches. Oh, okay, fair. I think you probably sent me that one specifically because I've written a fanfic on that premise before. That's valid. I think I might have taken a screenshot of the one in chapter six where they smooch and tweeted it and been like, That might yes. have been it. <laughs> that, that might I have also it. did that. Anyway, yeah, <clears throat> I've read maybe 200 words of antlers, so carry yeah, on. It's good. At some demons point, demons are coming out of the lake. Yes, there's not demons. out of the lake. They've they've been summoned. Something's happening. Demons. Yes, the demon that used to be in the lake possesses Otter and makes him do some fucked up shit. A lot of mm-hmm. shit happens in order to unpossess Otter, um, and and then like shit chills out for a couple of chapters, 
I'm trying to remember Exhausting. how we get from point A to point B. Out of the hospital at this point. Yes, there's so it several wasn't just years. Stabbing. No, there's several years in between chapter two and years. chapter four. I think the oh. whole story takes place over the course of like I think four or six years. I don't know. It's oh. a good amount of time. There's like a, a decent amount of time in between each chapter. I think mm-hmm. I honestly was not paying an awful lot of attention to like dates, so I don't know. The, the the overarching plot of the demon stuff is that the demon that was in the lake doesn't fucking go away. It keeps coming back. Okay. Um, so, like, it possesses Otter at one point and some fucked up shit happens. It, like, summons a bunch of shit to, like, some underground mines and a bunch of, like, kids having a graduation party down there die. And then Austin goes to investigate it and gets his internal organs fucked up by a a cave-in and then he makes a deal with another demon down there in order to like save his life so that he doesn't die from internal bleeding Uh and then he goes to hell for a little bit Uh and has to duel someone to the death in order to like solve a dispute between two other demons there's a lot happening in this story also Landis volunteers to take Austin's place in this like demon based gladiatorial fight to the death and why and is... and Austin kisses him, and I'm. It's good. <laughs> Why is Landis in hell? Uh, Landis is in hell because he found out that Austin was in hell and was like, "I gotta fix that shit. I feel personally responsible." So he summoned a demon and was like, "Take me to hell. I need to see my boyfriend." <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. Good shit. <clears throat> so Austin... Landis, Otter, and Austin are all boyfriends. Yes. No, I. I gather. <laughs> so Austin <clears throat> goes to hell. Uh-huh. Austin goes to hell because he made a deal with a demon in order to prevent his lungs from being crushed by a cave-in that he was investigating. I, I just want to talk out the terms of that deal really quick. Uh, he didn't know them. <laughs> he didn't know what the deals were. Always get details before you sign any kind of pact. He was literally dying. Blood. He did not he have that much time. anyway. He didn't, though. What? He didn't die. When do people go to hell? Um, a demon, like, picked him up and teleported him there. He didn't die. Hell is a place. (laughs) Hold on, so in Antler's universe, hell isn't a a place you go after you die. I don't know, it might be. You just go there. I mean, a demon can go there. No, like, what are the terms The demon just picked him up and took him to hell. Summon a demon Mm -hmm. because you are bleeding out. Say, I don't want to die. Oh, actually, he didn't summon the demon. The demon was there with him in the first place because he was investigating the demon that had previously been in the lake. There's actually several demons in this story. I know there's... I know there's multiple demons, but like, if if you're signing a pact with a demon that's, I don't want to die, it's usually because you don't want to go to hell. Yeah, yeah. He was not told the terms of the deal prior to to making the deal. Um, Is his part of the deal settling this dispute, fighting this gladiatorial duel or whatever? His part of the deal is being in a gladiatorial duel in order to settle a dispute for a demon, yes. In order to not die. (laughs) Which he almost dies anyway. Demons, man. Demons, man. Austin... Austin is a dumb, dumb motherfucker. Austin nearly gave his life to be the glove that someone uses to challenge another to a duel by slapping them across the face. 
uh-huh <laughs> yeah that's a thing isn't it people would like take off their glove and slap somebody and that was a challenge to a duel i was not aware of this social convention though no. i got this information from a point and click adventure game published in like 2002 i could be wrong okay that's valid i don't know any shit about that but yeah austin goes to hell <laughs> tagline of antlers colorado austin, austin goes, goes to, to hell. hell okay what happens after austin goes to hell and landis <laughs> landis uh... <laughs> landis holiday my favorite character landis holiday shut the fuck up <laughs> what happens after austin goes to goes to hell and landis follows him there to save his life and doesn't really do that and smooches him instead well what ha- the the gladiatorial combat how does that resolve oh yeah um well, Landis takes Austin's place in the fight. He does. Uh-huh. And I thought he didn't. fights a witch who uses blood magic, mm-hmm. which is it's, it's pretty fucking sick, honestly. Like, I am very bad at writing action, so I okay. deeply admire anyone who can write good action. And from the bottom of my fucking heart, I mean this. Martin writes really fucking good action. Like... I agree. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is is there a lot of it in Prairie Song as well? There's some. Okay, fair. It's easy to track who's where on a motorcycle in the post-apocalypse. Okay. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It's a lot of motorcycle riding. Okay. And guns. Okay. <laughs> At one point, they play not poker. I thought that was supposed to be a euphemism or something, but no, there's just a lot no, of motorcycles. No, there's literally just a lot of motorcycles in the desert <laughs> okay. after the nuclear apocalypse, apparently. All right, that's cool. Sorry, yeah. What happens when Landis fights a demon? Uh, Landis does <laughs> not fight a demon. Landis fights another another human that another demon has conscripted to... Another sucker, all right. Yeah, another another sucker. Someone, who, uh, someone else who got roped into a demon deal without fully knowing the terms. And the duel ends up getting stopped because of some kind of fucking demon bureaucracy or something because neither of them fully knew the the terms of their deal and therefore, like, the the bet is off or whatever. You didn't read them their rights. You have to let them go. Literally, that's pretty much it. Um, Thank God Landis didn't have to kill another person. Right? Holy shit. I feel so bad for him. He literally I was being mostly sarcastic because he's killed like six people up to this point, but carry on. He's okay, he's killed four people and tried to kill one other. But like it it comes up so many times he's like, I've killed people, you know. Every fucking like chapter, not even every chapter, every like episode of, of every chapter, at some point Landis <laughs> is like, I've killed people, you know, don't mess with me. And he's over there like shaking like a leaf. He has so much anxiety. <laughs> The parts that are written from, like, third-person perspective, but, like, Landis's point of view, are, like, the purest distilled form of human anxiety I have ever read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone who's extremely confident in their ability to kill someone definitely says that they've killed people every five minutes. Yes. <laughs> it's certainly not a coping mechanism of any kind. <laughs> Landis has anxiety, and I relate to him very much. He also has trauma, probably, from killing four people. Yes, four people that he liked quite a lot. And going to hell. Um, And fighting a duel in hell. Yes, that's true. Anyway. What happens when they leave hell? Yeah, they They get... They are just released, I assume? Yeah, they get out of the demon deal because the other person was not read their Miranda rights, basically. (laughs) Uh Is there something that happens on the way out from hell? I mean, not really. I... I mean, they just teleported there, didn't they? 
Yeah, Landis summoned another demon and was like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Not in like a sexy way, just in a, (laughs) take me to hell, I need to see my boyfriend. (laughs) So, hold up. Nobody approaches a demon in a sexy way in this story. Oh, Austin almost does. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Which, was... like, he's valid. Because, like, he's down there for a couple of days before Landis, like, shows up to try and fucking rescue him or whatever. No, no. And and the demon that, like, made the deal with him is, not gonna lie, kind of sexy. You, so <laughs> You misunderstand. I thought I was going to lose some appeal for this story if there weren't <laughs> attractive demons in it. If oh, the no. demons were not openly hot. No, all of, <laughs> all of the demons except, like... Two are sexy, in my personal opinion. Okay, well, they leave hell. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember what happens after that. I have really shitty memory. Have you I'm got so the sorry. Chapter list. I am looking at the chapter list right now. Honestly, most of the stuff that happens after that is like I read it all in like a very short span of time, and I don't remember it very much. So I will have to read it again. But like, I don't know. Austin almost gets assassinated. Jacob almost gets assassinated. They fight more demons. Uh-huh. You know, Austin loses an eye in the last chapter and kills another demon. Okay. There's, it's just, once you reach a certain point, it's mostly just demons and being gay, which is, you know, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm here for it. I've read three, It's just gay demons. I've read parts of two different stories Marn has worked on, mm-hmm. and I am now hearing about a third one. Uh-huh. And all three of those stories have a character with an eye patch. I assume Austin wears an eye patch after he loses his eye. Uh-huh. Marn has an eye patch thing, I think. What's the thing with eye patches? They're cool and they look sexy. What's wrong with that? Come on. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't put them in every story. Why not? <laughs> I, I, I said that and you gave me a look that was, yes, I would. I, I personally don't have a thing for eye patches. But if I did, yes, I would absolutely put a character with an eye patch in every story. Just like uh, I put a character with freckles in every story because uh, people with freckles are fucking cute. So sue me. Okay. All right. You know, some people have a type. <laughs> I've never met somebody whose type was eye patch, but okay. Marn, you're valid. There's there's something going on there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a call-out post for the author of this story. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So they leave hell. There's some assassination attempts that you don't remember the context of. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens. Most The overarching story of Antlers is the, the demon that was in the lake exits the lake, gets fucked around a little bit, and then the demon's soul gets split into many other little pieces and continues to fuck with people for the rest of forever. So, like, the final chapter of the story is Austin having the, like, final boss battle showdown kind of bullshit with one of the pieces of the demon who possessed a guy that had a crush on his brother and used that guy to try and kill his brother. Um... So Austin kills that bit of the demon and realizes that there's more demon bits out there, which is like a cliffhanger and leads into more story things that will continue to happen. Okay. Uh, First of all, there is going to be an Antlers 2, apparently. I was talking to Marn in the Discord chat about this the other day. There is going to be an Antlers 2. Also, Deep Blue Bottomless is a sequel. 
Oh. Deep Blue Bottomless. It's about the lake. Yes. The demon that was, was in the lake. The ocean. No, it is about uh, the ocean. It um, Deep Blue Bottomless is another web serial by the same author um, that takes place in the same universe I have discovered. Um, it takes place in a small town in, I want to say, Maryland? It's on the East Coast on the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and it's about... Um, what is his name? Howell Lynch is the main character's name. And he is a, a, a psychic, air quotes, on, on daytime TV. He pretends to talk to ghosts okay. on daytime TV. Can he actually talk to ghosts? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we don't know yet. This story is not finished yet. Deep Blue Bottomless is still being updated. The last update was like last week, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and he goes home to like his hometown, which is in somewhere on the East coast. I forget what state on the ocean. Um, and he like has been having nightmares and hallucinations about something evil in the ocean. There's something in the sea. (laughs) Please don't make me talk about args. (laughs) I'm not going to make you talk about args. Anyway, the point is Deep Blue Bottomless is a continuation of Antlers because the evil thing is probably another demon piece. Okay. It's it's demons all the way down, baby. This demon just really likes being in the water, huh? It's a motif. (laughs) I mean, I relate. Yeah. I would haunt a lake if I could. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, creepypastas are, are, are so dumb. Like, this ghost comes back and is like, you know what I'm going to haunt? This copy of Super Mario Sunshine. And I retweeted it. And I was like, if I, if I come back as a ghost and I don't get to haunt a copy of Quantum Break, then what's the fucking point? <laughs> and I stand by what I said. <laughs> Anyway, that's Antlers. It's I really just... can't explain any further than that because well, I I have very bad memory. I'm going to reread it at some point, but it's a good story and I enjoyed it a lot. And I my <laughs> I feel like my my pitch for Landis Holiday being a good character rather than just a shitty man who murders <laughs> was not very good. But trust me when I say, if you read this story, you probably will feel bad for Landis Holiday. <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure Martin tweeted the other day, Landis Holiday is what would happen if every man hybrid uh, habit syndrome habit happened to someone who actually deserved it. By which she meant... When someone woobifies like a, a, a shitty, shitty, irredeemable character. But oh. like, what if that happened mm-hmm. to someone who actually deserved to be redeemed? Yeah. Landis Holiday is the shitty, shitty man who deserves to be redeemed. I love no, him. Yeah. <laughs> it's, anyway. It's possible to write empathetic murderers. I yeah. mean, you just gotta give them a good reason. Yeah. The good reason was that if he didn't feed the lake, bad shit would happen. But you don't because remember the bad shit. I truly but... just didn't pay enough attention. I don't know what the lake would have done if he didn't feed it. <laughs> Probably it would have eaten him. I don't know, though. We didn't mention. Oh, actually, no. I remember what it was. If you don't feed the lake, the demon escapes. And then it just fucks up the whole world rather than just the lake. Didn't that happen anyway? I mean, kind of. That sucks for Landis's bandmates. It really do. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Paper Museum. <clears throat> we didn't mention my favorite part uh-huh. of Antlers so far, uh-huh. which is that at one point you said, gee, Austin, why does your mom let you have two boyfriends? He does have two <laughs> boyfriends. Otter and Landis are both his boyfriends, and I love them so much. 
That that's literally my entire pitch for this story is do you like spooky shit? Do you like three boyfriends? Gee, Austin. <laughs> why does your Marn let you have two boyfriends? <laughs> okay, I have to actually make that meme now, you know? <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. So that's antlers. That's my shitty explanation of antlers. So in conclusion, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's demons. Mm-hmm. There's water. Mm-hmm. It's Colorado. It's gay. They go to hell. Uh-huh. Austin fucks. Austin does fuck canonically. <laughs> <laughs> and Landis is a sad, shitty little man who is... He's a sad, shitty sad big man. Him. He's very tall. He's six foot four. <laughs> and Marn doesn't know how tall human beings get. <laughs> There's a demon who's six foot ten. <laughs> Listen, me over here being a monster fucker, but six foot ten... Listen, Nibirius, hit me the fuck up. (laughs) I'm just saying. What, are you gonna make a summoning circle and write your cell phone number in it? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Give the demon my cake. Demons, hit me up. Is this demon the kind of person who would just be, like, rude and ask you to send nudes and never send nudes back? I don't think so. Or his nudes are really bad? Yes. Their nudes are really bad. Yes. Their pronouns. He or they. But yes. <laughs> That's Antlers. You can read it at www.antlerscolorado.com. Please do. It's really good. I have not been led to believe there are any actual nudes in Antlers. No. I it's could, fine. I could draw that, but I'm not going to. I feel like that would be inappropriate. <laughs> anyway. I feel like I should have like a, a closing thesis statement on this, but... I don't really have anything. It's I I just really like antlers. It's like on on a more serious note, it's nice to read like I don't know if I should call it genre fiction. Is horror like genre fiction? Mm, supernatural horror is. Yeah, but like it's it's nice to read something of like a genre other than fucking rom com or whatever that mm. actually includes gay characters because. Uh, I hate rom-coms so much, and all of the, like, good, air quotes, good, published gay fiction is that, and I don't like it. And I want, I want more stories about, like, demons and ghosts and shit, except everyone's gay. This is what the world needs. This is what I, as a person, need. It's really good. Give me somebody punching ghosts. Uh Uh-huh. But also he's trans. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. There we go. Austin is trans. I like your theory that because Austin is trans, Otter also has to be trans. That's, it's a good theory. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there are trans people who would do one night stands with cis people. I can't imagine. Valid mood. That's just because I don't wanna. Anyway, this has been um, Spin, (laughs) where I get drunk and talk about my special interests. I don't know if I would call this a special interest just yet. I only finished reading it like a week ago, but it's definitely a hyperfixation. And like, if I don't find anything else to special interest on soon, it probably will become a special interest because that's just how my brain do. It needs to latch on to something during the dark winter months, otherwise I will lose it. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah big relate remember like no actually you didn't know me then but like i think the winter before we met i got like really into rick and morty Mm. because i was just so depressed and i needed something to fixate on
You were on the tail end of Rick and Morty when we met. Yes. I think I was also Adventure Zone at that point as well. That I would not consider a special interest. That was a a very brief hyperfixation because I have seasonal depression. Yeah. (laughs) I do tend to focus very hard on things when I'm deep in the seasonal depression, but that's okay. That's how I cope. When we can't be out in the sun, our brains just cling. Yes. Personally, when I can't be out in the sun, I'm like... If I can't sunshine, I will sit here in the light of my laptop and look at gay things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is what I've been doing the past week, obviously. Uh-huh. Do you have do you have more to add or should I like do an outro? Oh, we can outro. Uh thanks for joining us for supernatural spooky times talking about antlers and punching ghosts. Yeah. Um and Austin is trans. Yes. Otter is also trans. And Otter is trans. Landis, and Landis is trans, why the fuck not? Landis also has to be trans because I say so. Yeah. <laughs> all of Death the, of the author, baby. Sorry, all of, Marn. All of them are trans, especially the demons, because gender doesn't exist. Um, You're right, and you should say it. Join us next time for... Uh, You're going to talk about keyboards. Yeah, for like 70 minutes of me talking about keyboard layouts. Yeah, so this has been the (laughs) podcast where I get drunk and talk about my special interests, and next month it will be the podcast where I get drunk and Amias tries to explain to me, a drunk person, how keyboards work. (laughs) So that's going to be real fun. Sorry, I've just been thinking about keyboards nonstop. I know, I know this, and I love you. There's just so many things. I know, you're so valid, and I love you so much. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. Do we have, like, a phrase? Should we have, like, an outro phrase? I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head, and it's not like That's Arg's Baby was episode one. That's fair. Bye. Yep, (laughs) bye. Thank you for listening to Spin, the drunk special interest podcast by neurodivergent people for neurodivergent people. Our next episode will feature Mir returning to the show to tell us how Pacific Rim Uprising could have been a better movie. Tune in Friday, December 20th to listen. Our theme music was composed by Elora Driver. You can find her other music at aqua underscore girl dot bandcamp dot com. You can find Spin at spinpodcast.tumblr.com, on Twitter at spin underscore podcast, or at spinpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.